Hello and welcome to the TNC podcast, the first of 2024. Um, we're Cheers. back again. Happy New Year. I was going to do an extended intro there, but I've forgotten how to do this. It's been a while. Keyword, Happy New Year. Yeah. Should we cheers again? Yeah, what cheers. What are you drinking? Um, this is, I'm, I'm on a bit of a health kick. Yeah, me too. Yeah, so I'm doing the old, you know, green teas here and there, yeah, yeah, a little yeah. bit of this, a little bit of that, more exercise, yeah. trying my best, but I have to admit, I can't resist the Lakens every now and then. Yeah, well, I have to in January. I'm doing dry jam. Mm. Done it for the last two years. Yeah. And I've actually been impressed with my willpower in the last two years. And speaking of that, Jack, I'm going to plug it for you straight away. First plug of 2024. Good on you. Because you are fundraising... For North Waveney Mind, aren't you? Tell, tell us, tell, tell us all about that. Well, in twenty, what would it been? In twenty twenty two, January twenty twenty two, I decided to run five kilometers a day in January. Yeah, and it's fine for probably the first week, and then you hit a real wall, and the shins start to get sore, and the ankles start to tighten up, and it's a real palaver. So I completed it that year, did it again last year. And I thought, why not do it again this year? Good on Three you, years running, 5K a day in January, running it for mind. If you want to donate, you can. We'll link it down in the description. If not, please don't feel the need to. It's more to just get my body moving Good. because I've eaten so much cheese in December. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure a lot of you will be um, you know, in the gym or, or what have you in January. So I thought, why not do it again this year? On a serious note, linked to your point, and of course our official charity partner, Norfolk Mind, very, very good thing to do for your mental health. Absolutely. Exercise. Yeah, get yeah. out there. I know it's tough right now. Get yourself into a gym. Get yourself out running yeah. and um, improve your mental health. Absolutely. There we go. Right. Norwich City. Uh, do we have to? <laughs> it's been, um, do we have to? It's been a strange few weeks, hasn't it? Because I think the last time we spoke was post Huddersfield? Yeah. No. no. It was even before then, was I think, it? mate. Yeah. So we were, it would have been, yes. That's right. Because the Monday was Christmas Day. So yeah. we beat Huddersfield. Yeah, in a game that was fairly convincing, I thought we were we you know in in the most part it was comfortable. I mean, Huddersfield are a pub outfit, aren't they? But we knew that late December into January it was going to get a lot tougher. Yes, that festive period was, I said, season defining, and, mm-hmm. I, and I think it probably was. Um, but going into that, it felt like we were maybe moving in the right direction. Performances, yeah, I wouldn't say it were improved. But they were they, they probably the looked better. Were there. The, results the results were there. Probably looked improved because of the opposition. Yes, yes. Um, come up against West Brom on Boxing Day, shambolic. Even worse against Millwall, and then yeah. um, and then a point against mm. Southampton. So one point from a possible nine isn't what we hoped for. Let Let's go from the start, shall we? Just let's just touch on West Brom and yeah. Millwall briefly. Not great. I mean, you could just summarise it very quickly in one sentence. Just shite. <laughs> Two words, just shite. Yeah. It is. Um, I think we're averaging, I'd read somewhere that we were averaging under 35% in, in those last three games. Possession. Including including those two. We've only had eight shots on target in the last three games, oh, which, is abs- which is absolutely poor. Yeah, shambolic. Poor. Mm. Let's not be mm. around the bush. It's really, really poor. Um and I must admit, Jack, going back to your point, I, you know, after that Huddersfield result, I, f- I fell for it again. Yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. I, I did think that, you know, we could slip up. But I just genuinely thought, look, I think it was, we got to, what was it? Uh, we'd only lost one in eight games. Yeah, that's right. We went on one of those Two points David Wagner upward trademarks yeah. and now and I'm sure a lot of people listening and watching this will will feel this too I'm looking at the next few 
and I'm thinking we're about to fall off a cliff again. I hope I'm wrong. Um, but we've been here, we've done that. I fell for it. I thought we'd turned the corner. I just looked at the way that we dominated Huddersfield, but actually I have to maybe jump with the quote unquote 20% here and say, actually should have been skeptical there. It was Huddersfield. They mm. are a pub team. They were shambolic. They didn't. I mean, Angus Gunn may as well have had his deck chair out. <laughs> he, did, he didn't really need to do anything in that game, did he? Really? I tell you did, who he, I did he do anything in that game? No. He didn't do anything I tell you who game. I love that really really tall striker that came on for them. Can you remember? Yeah. It was like, you definitely should have been playing basketball. Absolute unit. He was yeah. huge. Yeah. Um, I always think it's nice, isn't it, when a year comes to an end to, to, to reflect on what's happened. And no, but it's not nice reflecting on, on this year. I think it's year. important. <laughs> um, David Wagner at the weekend, um, or Monday, chalked up his 50th game in mm-hmm. charge of Norwich City. This is how it reads. Okay. Managed 50, won... 19, drawn 10, lost 21. If you're into symmetry, scored and conceded will satisfy you. 70 apiece, uh, 67 Mm. points from those 50 games. I mean, I knew it was bad, Chris, but that's really bad. Just 19 wins from 50 games. It's a a poor record with the quality of players that we've got and I know people debate that fourth highest wage bill in the championship I know people debate that a lot but to come down from the Premier League um, and to to be performing like we are with a, a, a good handful of experienced international players is simply not good enough the facts are there the the writings on the wall I, I feel again as always I feel for David nice bloke got his moral his moral compass in check um, and is a very, very good um, man-manager and all the players really respect him and like him, it, it it's just there, isn't it? The data is there to say we are not able to get the best out mm. of these players. It's a, it's a questionable, at best, if you want to use that word, record. Um, it really, really is. And as I've already alluded to, and naturally you could say there, wins, losses and draws, they're relatively equal, aren't they, right? And so that just epitomises the, the flip-flop yeah. of, you know, consistency. We just seem to never be able to stay consistently mm. good. We are just consistently average to poor. And I think consistency is a, a good word there because, you know, con- consistency in results is one thing. Yeah. We, we, I still don't think that Wagner knows his system. I still don't think he knows the best squad almost. And that's concerning because particularly in the last two weeks, definitely on New Year's Day... He's basically got a full squad to pick from now. Like we, mm-hmm. we definitely cannot use injuries in, as an excuse. Of course, yeah. And I just looked at definitely well, all three actually, including Millwall, mm. which was probably the worst of, of the three. Just uber defensive, and I'm mm. and I'm looking at this and going yeah. right. So we've got a sporting director, and Ben Napper who's coming and said, "I love to watch the football teams I oversee on the front foot, attack minded." Yeah. Wagner said that when he came into the football club. I was about to say. And he said it on the TNC podcast. And he yeah. said it publicly. He wants his side to be attack-minded. Yeah. I don't want to watch boring football. He's got the players to do that. He's got some incredibly talented attacking players. And what we saw against West Brom, Millwall yeah. and Southampton, two away games where it looked like we were just we would have been happy with a point. Yeah. And then a home game where we've had 25% possession. Now, I know Southampton are one of the best sides in this division. Yeah. 
But it was it was always it was interesting to hear what Russ Martin said after the game as well, wasn't it? Russ Martin said, "Well, it was. I wouldn't even say in, he said interesting. He's never seen an Orange side play like that. I think. Yeah, it was, it was a, a long well, yeah. Those lines. I think he said he was surprised by the setup, and yeah. then he made some comments on the atmosphere, which we're definitely going to talk about. Mm. Um, and and it, it hurt me, Jack. Obviously, we love Russ. Great great guy. Um, but it hurt me those comments. And do you know why it hurt me? Because it was the truth. It was the truth. Yeah, yeah." And it was really just one of those comments where I went, bloomin' neck. We and I, really have sunk to... And, and, you know, when you hear it from a legend, it's like, bloody hell, are we really in that space? I and think, we are. Uh, we one are. thing I want to say about, yeah. about the, the, the defensiveness, the, the, the negative tactics that, that we've seen of late, Jack, is, you know, you've said there, I don't know whether David Wagner knows his best lineup formation, mm-hmm. uh, you know, system, whatever... But maybe one thing we can agree on, regardless of whether you want to debate whether he does or he doesn't, is he's probably given up on whichever system he had decided on. You know, he was try- he wanted to play this positive, proactive, fast-paced football, right? Mm. That was that was the aim of the game. He's given up on that. Mm. He has, and he and and and, and, and you know, the, the the man that has really summarised the negative tactics well. Um, this week was Chris Sutton yes. for the Pinken. His column was just an absolute mic drop. It was. We pulled the quote out for our talk we'll socials. Now, yeah. And everything about it was just like, boom, boom. Like he couldn't have said it any better. It was strong, but it was required. And again, you know, you know, us fans, you know, we get emotional sometimes. Sometimes we say things which probably isn't fair, but we say because we're fans. But again, like Russ, like Chris Sutton, when you hear it from from you know former players, legends, players that have gone to a really good standard, you think, oh, actually, maybe what the fans, the twenty percent, uh, uh, are saying is actually the truth. Well, Chris Sutton said, supporters want to see hope. Supporters want to see an expansive brand of football at home. That is simply not unreasonable, and I think that's fair. And I, I would almost accept, you know, a defensive performance in isolation against the side like Southampton. What we can't—it's not an isolation, though, is it? That's Jack? what I'm about to say. Yeah. What, what we can't argue with is, is a point against Southampton is a good point. Yeah. And, and I think we can all agree on that. Now, whether we deserved it or not, I'll let you decide. But going away to Millwall and playing a similar style is not acceptable. Just going away shit. to West Brom and playing a similar style is simply not acceptable. Mm. What we're also not seeing is a return on points. Now, you could have criticised Dean Smith all you liked, and he deserved criticism. Yeah. But there was a return on the Negativity. style he played. Yeah, when to he a degree, left, yeah. He, yeah. What were we, like, second in the championship for a bit? And it is that we're not getting the points, and we're not getting performances, mm. and we're not being listened to, and we're not seeing change. So supporters have a right to go, well, what's the point? Like, Why are we doing all yeah. this? And we felt that, didn't we? And maybe we should... I don't know whether we should talk about it now, Jack, or not. Maybe it's an appropriate moment. You know... And I'm not over-exaggerating it. I I felt that it was one of the saddest atmospheres at Carroll Road in many a year uh, on Monday, on New Year's Day. It was was apathetic. Mm. Uh, I know that some people internally, you know, they disagreed with that comment. It's not apathetic because people are still turning up, and I and I would really strongly disagree with 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 anyone that says it wasn't. That first half, it was like standing at a funeral. Mm. It really was like everyone just stood, like just accepting of it, like bored. Mm. 
there was people around me, um, and, I, and I saw on social media as well, there was people that were tuning into the darts because they were so bored. Lots of people. They were just, oh, sod this. I'll, I'll, I'll watch, um, what's his name? Littler. Luke Littler. Luke Littler. Yeah. Um, and that's just damning, isn't it? Um, the atmosphere was so poor, and I'm, by, and I'm not, I'm actually not criticising the supporters. It just speaks volumes. But this is, this is, this is the first step, Jack, okay? Because we've done the anger thing. You know, the fans did the, we want Weber out, we want Wagner out. And there was little murmurs of it from the snake pit um, when we went a goal behind on New Year's Day. But actually what is now set in is the rot of apathy. Supporters are attending, but that's not the end. Mm. Because if we continue to set up as we are, if we continue to play the brand and style of football, the passive performances that we're putting in, people will start voting with their feet. And I don't, I don't, I really don't want to be dramatic or want to try to be positive, but we will see drops, mm. d- drop off in, in, in attendances very soon, Jack, I think, um, if they stick with Wagner. Ultimately, we are stuck in this state of limbo. Mm. It's very evident to me, at least anyway, Jack, keen to get your thoughts on this, that, um, that, that, the, the club, quote-unquote, um, namely the man that makes that decision now is Ben Napper. He doesn't want a uh, an interim manager. Mm. He doesn't want another sticky plaster solution. He wants to hire someone for the long term. And ideally, they want to cling on to David as long as they can. But I, th- I think the longer that they do, the, the worse it's going to be for supporters. Well, I think the, the key word I got from that um, Chris Sutton quote was hope. Mm. Football fans want hope. Yes. And... My perception, and I think lots of fans' perceptions of Norwich City, and it might be wrong, and, and I'd be interested to hear from club officials, and, and they're more than welcome to, to say I'm wrong. I think they've given up on this season. Now, I'm not saying the players have, yeah, but I'm saying that they're just going, right, nah, Wagner's well, yeah. here till the end of the season. If we go up, we go up, but we'll, we'll try and rebuild in the summer yeah. and go again. That's risky. That's mm. really risky. I know risky. it is. I know. That's what I'm saying about the fans, Because... Jack. You lose Sarah, you lose Rowe, mm. maybe Angus Gunn. I'm looking at a few more of those players and going, mm. right, well, if they leave, Sergeant, then what? Then you're rebuilding not only a, a managerial team, yes. but also yeah, a yeah, playing yeah. staff. And look, Ben Napper might be great, and, and I'm more than willing to give him a chance. But at the moment, we've got absolutely no proof to suggest that he is capable of a rebuild at the moment. He's not done anything since he's been here. And that really concerns me. I, I need, to, I need to, to challenge you on that. It, that. That is nonsense. But in terms of, in terms of it, proof at Norwich City, nothing has been done. The, fa- the fans haven't seen anything publicly. And by the way, I'm not dismissing that because I know it's important for people mm. to see something that's changed publicly, right? We have to remember that... And I don't want people to think like... I don't, I, 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 I'm in a fortunate position where I've, I've had a conversation with Ben Napper. I like the cut of his jib. Mm. I like what he's saying to me. I feel like he has got what it takes to drive this club forwards. But that's all I've well had and good. Co- Chris, I've right? had a conversation with the Atanasios about well Ben Napper as well. I, no, I but, know Jack. Go on. If, and, 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 and like, I know that you know he's spoken to you and he's yeah. spoken to media off record. Yes. That's fine. And I'm sure he's a great bloke. I'm sure he is very talented. But if he's not doing anything in front of the media, then fans are starting to go. What is going on? I, is he doing? No, no, no. And but, it's yeah, a perception yeah. thing. No, oh, absolutely. And and like, but but this is but the other side of the fence on that, Jack, is we did have Stuart Weber communication. 
which was, I'm going to say whatever the hell I want, and if I wind people up on on the way, whatever. Mm. But now the, the challenge is for fans to try to get used to is, we've now got a different type of leader at the helm that perhaps isn't so, uh, so much of an extrovert in the sense of you know, s- being in front of the media all the time. I think that's a positive considering where we've been, but I do understand and totally agree with the reason. I'm one of those fans that thinks, God, bloody hell, we could really do with, I guess, hearing a bit of the why, the where we're going. I mean, ultimately, fans want to know what's happening with, with with the head coach's position right but the problem is he can't come out now jack and say yeah do you know what yeah t- t- no, no, time's no, ticking that. on david I, I reckon we'll bin him off a suit like he can't say that and so i, I do empathize with ben napper i also do really feel and understand and appreciate the frustration of supporters again i am one of those where we want to see visible public action of I am doing this right now. I've done this. I get that. But we have to realise where things were with Stuart, the amount of work that needs to be done, the state of trance, paralysis, um, sluggishness that the club is in. It's going to take some time mm. to, 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 to fuel up this car again. Because this club has run out of fuel, Jack. We but, are just limping on in this season. So I, I, I really I f- I feel the frustration, and I get that fans are now like, well, well, well you know, Ben, Ben, where are you, Ben? I, I get that, but the 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 notion that Ben isn't doing anything, hasn't done anything, is an absolute fucking nonsense. I agree. It, it's a nonsense. But I understand why fans are getting frustrated. I agree. I think it's a I think it's a perception thing. I am of the opinion that at least try something to change it because it's not working at the moment mm-hmm. and I, and I'm I'm just feeling like it's a very passive situation at the football club. Yeah, I agree with that word. And, yeah. And I I watched that Josh Sargent goal on on Monday and I and I, I just thought the quality's there in this team. Yeah, I agree. Like it was a brilliant move. It was a cracking run from Rowe. It's a superb finish from Josh Sargent. Yeah. We should be seeing this on a more often basis. It took it took us to go a goal behind. Yeah. For David and the coaching staff to go, oh, we better get going now. Yeah. Oh, we better bring on that change. We, we better go more. It's just like that. That's just, you know, you. May, I think I forgot who said it. Do you know what? It was a fella called. He goes by the name of Clobo on yes. X, and he said something like, "I'd rather watch um, Fark Ball lose four three than play." I forgot what it was exactly, but I agreed with with his point. Um, than than you know, sit there and. It was a it was a bloody chore. I wouldn't watching say, that game, yeah, Jack. I wouldn't. But it was frustrating, wasn't it? Because we had the ability, the ability to switch. There, yeah, yeah. And it's you know, Gabby was finding Sarge. There was actually a chance, but by the way, I don't know if fans will remember this. Where I think Gabby had like two or three up with him. Yeah. And he misplaced yeah. his pass, which was a crying shame. Like, and again, we could have even nicked it. Yeah. Um, you know, really against the run of play. Um, it is frustrating, Jack, it because is. we have those players have got what it takes to to get into the playoffs, and that and that's the frustration for me. I, 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 just just finally on this kind of whole Wagner point, it everything's just contradictions at the moment. What what's being said that the style that they like and Agreed. that they want isn't happening. Agreed. There was a good tweet from Dan Brigham um, about possession one in the final third, so you know winning the ball high up the pitch. Yes. Norwich City rank twentieth. Ooh, in the league at that okay. so Wagner came in he said he wants to you know play intensive style he wants to win the ball high yeah. the pitch well we're not doing that yeah. we're not defending well yeah. 
we're scoring goals, but we're conceding, you know, the same amount as well. Yeah. I just I'd look at that, you know, look Sergeant up front, Rowe, Sarah, even Nunes. I'm just going. This this team is we're wasting this quality. Yeah, no, I agree. And, and we're going to look agree. back in. I agree. In, we're going to look back in July and go, how on earth did we yeah. finish 14th with that yeah. team? We should have got so much more out yeah. of it. If we had a team full of pub players, I'd accept it. Yeah. But I'm not willing to accept yeah. this style of football. I would almost be willing to accept the style if it was effective in points return. But yes, it's not agreed. that either. And I used to be of that faith. Remember, yeah. that used to be my opinion. And now I'm like, actually, no, we, we do need some style. That, that's always my slight um, argument when people say, and look, they're more than, you know, more than entitled to say it, when they say, oh, I'd rather watch us attack it and lose 4-3. Mm. I never want to lose football matches. Of course. I want to see an effective team yeah. and a manager that can yeah. transfer styles at ease. The other interesting point I thought, listening to Canary call after the game and a brilliant interview with Chris Gorham with Josh Sargent, Sargent seemed surprised that that was the style we played. And I'm going there, well, if, if our number nine doesn't know what we're playing, then no wonder Russell Martin's surprised with it. The players have absolutely been asked to, to uh, how do I word this, prioritise the defensive side of their game, shall mm. I say. I need to, we're going, I know we're going all over the place. It's just one of those podcasts. Sorry, people. My, maybe, it won't be my final point, inevitably. But one of the, the things I want to say about David Wagner and the coach and, and where we're at, the results that have happened, you know, particularly Millwall. Fucking hell, that was atrocious. Awful. Really was. Um, what we've witnessed at home, that 25% um, possession, and the games we've got coming up next... I, I have to admit, I think we're already in interim manager territory. I think we're already there. But one thing is for sure, Jack, if we lose the next two games, they're gonna have the club are gonna surely have to bite the bullet. Do you think? I think they're gonna have to because I have think, we not been in that think, position already? Absolutely, mm. my friend. But to to Wagner and the coaching staff's credit, as I have said before, a great run of results. One loss in eight games. You can't argue with that. But now we're we're staring down that cliff face again, and we're going we're going down that. We know it because we've done it three times before this mm. season. I think we're going to be in that territory, Jack. I think they're going to have to they're going to have to bring an interim manager if and I know it's an if, and I hope they prove me wrong. We lose the next two games. My concern with that is, and, and I agree, I think they have to. I don't want an interim manager. I don't want that. And by the way, Ben Napper certainly doesn't want that. He, he'll want to find a long-term replacement. My concern would be they, they knew that things weren't progressing at the end of last season, didn't do anything. They mm. knew things weren't progressing September into October. I think it was one win in 10. Yeah. Like, there's been more than enough chances to, to, to change yeah. it up. Agreed. And in good moments, post-Cardiff win, yeah. two-week international break, nothing was done. Yeah. So people keep coming up to me and going, Jack, like, when's a change happening? And my response now is, I don't think it is. Mm. I think we're stuck with this until the end of the season. I think they're going to try and botch their way through it, that's for sure. Look, Let's bring up positives. Positive. Oh, we're in tune. Positives. First one to... Go on. For me, and I, genuinely, you know, it was, a, it was a poor game. I was happy with the point, but I, was, I, I, I went home happy because I got to see Josh Sargent saluting me in the Barclay. I am delighted to see Josh Sargent back. And you know what? Within that, what, what did he come on for? Like 20 minutes? couple of runs in there and I've gone like you are so much better than, than the rest of them mm. the runs so intelligent just Agreed. before that's the goal the key for me that's the just key before for me. The, the, the goal 
Rowe comes on this brilliant inside run, cuts the defence, yeah. and I love that that run off the off the shoulder from Sancho because yeah. it reminds me of Puki. Yeah, Puki was so good at yeah. it, and that was what he made his goals from. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And the, and the run off the defender, the finish, the yeah. the celebration, and I was so, also with Sergeant, and and you might bring him up in a moment. I thought it's going to take him a while to get back up to speed. Serious injury. Mm-hmm. He's probably going to have lost a yard of pace, and he said that that in his interview. He mm-hmm. said I was concerned that I might not return the same football. Yeah, looked looked a million dollars. The big hairy mammal. Him. He looked two million dollars. The fridge. The Scottish fridge freezer. I, I must say, I didn't think we'd see him play for Norwich again. Because I of the severity of the yeah, injury. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and that, that's credit to Hanley that we well, have seen Well, back. obviously, we have to put up with each other in the lower Barkley. One of the things that Jack said to me is he went, bloody hell, Revo. I feel like Hanley's got quicker <laughs> after his injury. And do you know what? We forget that. He's done, I, he done his it, ACL. I do, I do vividly remember his, his first game, one of his first games. I think it was actually his first game for Norwich. It was away at Ipswich, I think. Yes, he wore those, yeah, yeah. He wore like pink yeah. or or, bright pink or orange boots. He was bloody yeah. quick. Um, he's quick. He's yeah. powerful. And it's all the dirty stuff. Like uh, there was a great picture of him that the club posted of him basically picking the opponent's nose and sort of you know kind of More doing anything than. to put him off. And, and fine, you'll never beat the Hanley. Great to see Grant Hanley back. And I, as always, with with Grant Hanley, with Shane Duffy, with a few of the lads, I've criticised them. I have to say, Grant Hanley deserves a lot of praise. Um, a shame. Uh, the, the the Southampton goal was a shame. I don't see that as Grant Hanley's fault, no. though. Was it I Duffy think, that got I skinned th- on th- that th- side? No, no, I think it was Kenny, actually, mate, if I, if I remember rightly. It, it was just a, a comedy of errors yeah. between three or four players before it even got to, to Hanley. But I thought he was brilliant. I must say, Super Sarge, though. You know, you've mentioned his runs. Um, you, you, but for, for me, it's so obvious of the quality mm. and you've brought that up already Jack you know about how good he is I think he's I think he's he's, he's not as good as some of the attackers uh, at Leeds mm. in my opinion um, but he's certainly in the top three strikers in this league and and it does pose the question Jack where would we be if Josh Sargent had stayed fit um, yeah. because I, I certainly think we'd be in the playoffs because he just he, he does it, it's weird isn't it how a player like Josh can take some of the pressure off the midfield and yeah. likewise the midfield can take the pressure off the defence by attacking, keyword, David, if, you, if you're watching and listening, um, by attacking. And that is what Josh does very well. I just want to bring up his celebration as well, Jack. Of course, we saw the salute. The thing that I really loved, and particularly with how dead it was in the stadium on Monday, was the fact that he mm. went like that to Carrow Road. And do you know what? Fuck, that got me going. Mm. God, that got me going. Yeah, and delighted. And, and, I, and I could hear almost a frustration in his voice yeah, in his interview because yeah. he he and Huang and Ida, they won't want to be playing that system. Oh, of bloody course. tough. Yeah. Because all they've really got is scraps, long balls forward, and they've got mm, to try and hold yeah. it up. There's no one even close to them. It's bloody tough. And there's a lot of pressure, Jack, because if, yeah. if we're creating, what, two, three good chances a game, you've got to take yeah, it because yeah. you ain't getting another one. Yeah. Um, so there you he go. said that actually in, in that interview he said that he was talking to Adam Eder on the bench and he said that he said to Adam we're not getting much many chances here mm-hmm. so we have to take yeah, it and yeah. that's exactly what it's he true. did and he's got the quality to do that and I think that's so important it is a, it is a valid point you raise about where we would be if he'd mm, have stayed yeah. fit 
And I know it's a shoulda, woulda, coulda, no, I get but I, that, I, but... I think he is so it is vital. frustrating, isn't it? Yeah, because he, he is vital. And again, I always like to bring up... It's funny, isn't it, Jack? Because I always... I don't want to bring up the, 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 the past because, you know, I'm a big, big Sergeant fan now. Um, but it's just mad, isn't it, how we've gone from, you know, first we thought the Sarge was shite, scorpion kick season, uh, to, to where we are now, mm. where it's like... He is the man. Yeah. Uh, Sarah, of course, as well. Johnny Rowe, newly this season. Angus Gunn in between the sticks. But, you know, he is the man for mm. this team. Um, and, and you know what? To put a bit of positivity in the room, he is the player where you think, do you know what? Maybe, maybe, maybe. And I don't, I, I don't truly believe it, but I'm speaking it into existence. With a player like Josh Sargent on the pitch and the position that Norwich City are in, with the quality of this league you do have a chance of sneaking in the playoffs because that boy can score goals. I think you do in the right system. Uh, right, of let's course. get into some questions yes. on Twitter. Go on, then. Uh, plenty, uh, plenty of you getting involved. So Thanks many. Much. Um, Lots of rants, I've noticed, Jack. Mm, we'll start with more of a question. We're, of course, in January, Chris. That means Ooh, yes. the transfer window is open. Jack Wright um, asks, honest prediction for how this transfer window will go. What do we think? I think that... Um, I think we're more likely to see departures than arrivals, as we like to call them on Talkner City. Um, David Wagner doesn't like a squad this big. It that, is quite a big squad. That's, that's been put out there yeah. before. Um, and of course, very recently, of course, they've made it abundantly clear that the age of the squad is too mm. old. So they, what, they, they, they will probably want to offload a couple. Um, so that's going to be interesting to see, you, to see how that affects performance. But in terms of arrivals, which is what Norwich fans really... That's what gets a, a football fan excited. I wouldn't be excited. I, I'm sorry to, to, to pop the pin. I know people love a transfer rumour and this stuff. Like, Don't get me wrong. I, I, I do uh, think, hope and believe that, that we'll bring a couple in on loan. Um, I think that's where we're going to see the first sort of public, quote-unquote, action and, and, and you know, Ben Napperism. But I, I'm not expecting much with the funds that we've got in the state that this. And I say the state is in. I'm not saying the state is in. Oh, what an absolute state! Because you know we're not. You know we're not flirting with relegation here, Jack. But we are in this state of what I what I'm calling state of paralysis, limbo land. It's difficult. Norwich City don't. In my humble opinion, aside from the training ground, which is massive and they do deserve praise for, we don't have the pulling power we mm. once had mm. when we had just come down from the Premier League. That's gone. Mm. Um, and so I think it's going to be a big ask to try and to try and bring in some players in January. Yeah, really do. I, I, I said it. I think on the last podcast, I'd deem this a, a successful transfer window if we manage to keep hold of Sarah and Rowe, which I think we will. Mm. But I think they're. I, I, I almost look at the starting eleven now, and, and I think we've got the ingredients. Yeah, like, I think the quality is there. Yeah. I, I wouldn't mind offloading a few. I think it is quite an inflated squad, and now that everyone's back fit, you've got a lot of centre backs. Not all of them are going to play. I know we might be seeing Jaden Warner go out on loan. Um, maybe add a wide player and maybe a defensive midfielder. But equally, as you say, I don't think we've got the ability to bring in the level that we need. If you're know. going to, if you're going to go a step above what we've already yeah. got, we're a, we're a mid-table Championship side playing defensive football. Like if you're a Premier yeah. League manager wanting to send out a player on loan. Yeah. It's not an attractive proposition. Just going back to your point previously, matey, around the top brass's, you know, a ambition, so to speak, and 
you know whether they have truly just given up on this season and you know whether oh, just you know let's just, let's just get through this season. Mm. I think you'll see this in this January window. Yes. The types of players that they bring in, I think that will be a telling factor. And um, I want I want to bring this up because uh, it's a very hot topic this week from 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 Dom Spencer. Question: What have we become when we resort to parking the bus at home in the Championship? And obviously we've spoken about Chris Sutton's comments in the Pinken on this, Jack. And and I actually got a bit of flack for this on on social as always on social post match for I was actually my instant reaction after that was whew, you know that'll, that'll take that point and run against Southampton because what was it 17 or 18 unbeaten they'd gone yeah. or something ridiculous yeah, yeah. like that all of the stats said that Southampton were going to batter us mm. um, and you know it was negative it was horrible it was awful to watch but you know would you have taken a draw against Southampton before the match of course you would have done of course you would have done and so um, it is interesting but it is a statement though Jack isn't it what have we become and that was my point I was thinking well actually yeah it's sad I don't want to be you know celebrating draws I don't want to be going oh phew thank god for that a point at home but that is a sad that mm. that's the reality and fans need to admit that that is the reality that we're in Jack like that is how how much we've regressed yeah, as a yeah. club yeah no. it's sad but that's where we are well I think the fact that you've you know you've gone into the game expecting us to get battered is a really sad indictment Norris City have a huge wage bill in this division yes if we are going off of you know wage bills which is a far better metric to go off as opposed to transfer fees spent we should be in the playoffs. Mm. There is no roundabout way of saying that. Yeah. We should not be going into Southampton at home expecting to get thumped. I agree with you. I think it was a good point. And I think that, you know, that when we went one behind for 10 minutes, we actually looked half decent. And that was the frustration. Mm. Why couldn't we start off like that? Expectations are so low. It's, it's incredible. But we know, we've heard publicly, the expectation for Norwich from board level this season was top six. We are not achieving that under the current head coach. It has to change. Link to that. Uh, Mystic Manson, OGs of TNC will, will know who that is. Oh, Mystic Manson's posted just simply, where are we going? Uh, and and <laughs> it's, it's a question that all Norwich, but probably, pardon the pun, 90% of Norwich fans are uh, are asking, it's, it's, where are we going as a club? And, and I don't, again, I don't blame Norwich fans for asking that question. I don't, yeah. And I don't know the bloody answer, I don't, by I don't the way. Know the answer. We don't have a defined playing style. We don't have a, an effective way of picking up points. We don't know really the future ownership, what it looks like in the kind of short term. I agree. We don't really know a lot about Ben Napper. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, and I'm not saying that that's necessarily right or wrong, mm -hmm. but there are a lot of questions without answers yeah. at the moment. And that's really unsettling. Yeah, I couldn't agree. I couldn't agree more, mate. I, I really could not agree more. Um, you brought this up earlier, Jack, and um, I'll, I'll read out this one from Jonathan Parker, actually. He's used the same word as you, contradictions. Mm. Uh, this is a statement, I believe. This club at the moment is just built on contradictions. We have a new sporting director who has publicly spelled out his ideal vision of how we'll play, yet he keeps faith with David Wagner, who plays the opposite. The board say we're after top six, yet seem happy with mid-table, and I, I can't disagree with that. Right, it is just it is contradictions. They're, they're, and to be fair, Jack, I think on a lot of these we're just agreeing with you. <laughs> so. Well, it's uh, there's a, a nice point in there, Chris. Happy to be where we are, and and that's the sense I get because 
every single data point mm. suggests that we're underperforming. And yeah. not only have we been underperforming for the festive period, have been underperforming mm. for the entire season. So if I'm Ben Napper, I'm going, this has to change quickly if we want to be where we wanted to, you know, we set out to be and we financially mm. yes. overstretched to try and get into the playoffs. I am getting the, the sense that they're going, well, you know, we'll, you'll see how it goes. I, I, I'd maybe just slightly change the language. I wouldn't, although I can't massively defend the club on this, is I wouldn't necessarily say they're happy to be where they are. Of course they want to see us doing better. I would just change the language on that statement from you, Jack, and say they're not desperate enough to change it this season. But that's giving up. I, I don't disagree. I'm just saying I think I think that's how it feels. What about this from Paul? And I think this is a great bit of insight, actually. Hi, Paul. It's the first time we've had a dictionary definition come in. And <laughs> oh. Paul, Norfolk Paul is his hand. Let's read out his bio. Here we go. He says, old enough to know better. Um, <laughs> tattoos on both arms, some lovely sleeves. Respect. Got a beer in front of him. I'm sure it's a Lakens. Anyway, enough of that. Paul says, the dictionary definition of napper, of a napper, is to strike sharply. I think ours is broken. He has no intention of ridding us of Wagner Ball. The only positive reason I could think of for going to Norwich games at the moment is to get a couple of hours peace and quiet from the wife. <laughs> and do you know what, Paul? That that you know you've made. Thanks for certainly getting <laughs> peace and quiet. Thanks for making us chuckle. Yeah, you are getting peace and quiet. Um, but no, I just thought that was interesting. I had no idea that the definition of a of a napper was to strike sharply because we're not striking sharply, are we, Jack? Well, well we're far from it. I, I, I don't want this to be the moan at Ben Napper podcast because I'm look I'm sure he will come good and I'm not debating that I just find it strange that you know he started earlier than expected because he wanted to get in the door and he mm -hmm. wanted to see yeah. what was going yeah. on yeah but I think that that's yeah but I think that's because we wrongly thought that meant we were just getting rid of Wagner earlier but I actually think it was Ben Napper just wanted to start earlier I think I, I, I think people are jumping on to Ben Napper way too quickly, and I know that it. I know that this state of paralysis, limbo that we're in, I know it's so bloody frustrating. I don't think Ben Napper deserves a lot of the stuff he's getting. I know a lot of Norwich fans will disagree with that. We've had a lot of offline heated debates. You've sworn at me. You know, <laughs> you you've given me a lot of stick for it. But but I just, I just do truly believe that Ben Napper is is the right man to 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 turn this around, Jack. I do. Let's see. Um, the Atanasios waxed absolute lyrical about him and and for me you know those guys are the ones that i'm looking to for the future of this football club so i i think let's let's calm down on ben napper in Fine. my opinion harry rant why are people so happy with a point we parked the bloody bus got a point against a good side but can't beat west brom or even millwall what is the point yeah. in grinding out these points against good sides but can't beat the teams that we should do Wagner has to go. I would sorry. Who's that? Harry. I would actually disagree with Harry. Born actually. in Suffolk, lives in Norfolk. Uh, well, th Harry, thanks for your point. I would actually disagree with that with, with Harry on that. Aside from from Plymouth and Rotherham, I do think Norwich can get through the shitter average teams in this league. It's as soon as we come up against anyone above us, mm. slash the top six, where we haven't got a chance. Of course, we got we got a great draw away at, at Portaloo Road. But aside from that, it's dead comfortable, which brings me back to my point that I said at the start of this podcast. Look at who we've got next. Hull, West Brom, Leeds. We ain't fucking tickling any of their balls. Do you, do you think that the, the system will change for those? Um, 
I think that he. I think that because of the public backlash, I would be surprised if that. I'd be very surprised if he doesn't at least make it slightly more posit- positive mm. against Hull. He's absolutely. I mean, beaten Hull. He's going to park the bus against Leeds away, a hundred percent. And we've already lost miserably. To, and I say, and I don't mean that in terms of the scoreline because it was only one nil, but. The performance was so shit against West Brom. I don't see. I, I can't see him going going to attack attack that game mm. again. I hope I'm wrong. I don't want to go to Carrow to watch that style of football. Daniel Wright says, uh, "Ran atmosphere is getting towards the worst I've ever seen it." Fully agree with David Wagner. Out clubs PR has been a joke, but need more support for the eleven on the pitch and leave the protesting until the end. I know the fans need to feed off good performances. Mm-hmm wonder your take it's a great point Daniel and, it, and it, I think it you know it props up that a you know that the old argument of you know performances and atmosphere go hand in hand and mm-hmm. you know yeah, atmospheres yeah. get better and performances do and, and vice versa yeah. but I, I, I think it's I think it's bigger than this I saw I saw Jack mate was at the game on, yes. on Saturday and tweeted he was like why was it so quiet you've just got a point against Southampton and in isolation fair enough yeah. This is a this is the result of three years mm-hmm. of mismanagement, mm-hmm. underperformance, yeah. arrogance at board level. This is what yeah. this is what happens. Like I, I think it was telling that we went one defeat in eight, it was a good run. Yes, it was. And yeah. then as soon as we lost, it's back to Wagner hmm. out. And like that is the level we're in. It, well, I don't Wagner think... would have to go on a twenty-game unbeaten run yeah. for anyone to, to, because we've seen such a well fifty games, yeah. nineteen wins, I think it was. Yeah, I, I do agree. Sorry to take your phone off you. Um, what's the point about? Po- there was a positivity point in here as well. There was a positivity point but about backing the boys. Yeah, and I agree with this. And I said this on on Canary Call, and a lot of people have misinterpreted my my comments on this. I believe. You know, whether you're Wagner in, Wagner out, anti-board, you know, one of the 20%, the 80%, whatever. One thing that surely Norwich fans can agree on is let's try our very best to get to back these players. It's difficult because, though, isn't it? No, and I know it's difficult. I know it's difficult, Jack, with the shower of shite that we're having to having to watch. Even even the performances on that one in eight, um, um, you know, run that we were on. I know it's poor to watch, but... We do need to try to, to, to be positive, you know, and I know it's been hard, um, but you can still want David Wagner out, but still support yeah, those players yeah, on course. the pitch. And I think that really we are in this situation now, Jack, as you say, of like, it looks like we're stuck with David Wagner and, his, and those coaching staff for a little while longer. And therefore, you know, I just think oh, at least just get behind the boys on the mm. pitch. Do you know yeah, what I mean? No, Let, fair enough. Let's not stand in complete silence. And I do understand, though, that the atmosphere and performances go hand in hand. It's very much an Argentine tango. Yeah. You know, it takes two to tango, Jack. <laughs> Absolutely. And does. at the moment, our our dance partner isn't 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 tangoing with us. <laughs> I thought the it was Huddersfield, wasn't it, on the twenty third? Yes. Think it because everyone was festive and it had a few sort of ales in them. I thought the the atmosphere that day was was fairly good. It's because we were all pissed. Maybe well, you were. I was. Maybe because I was working. Um, and then, <laughs> after, oh, it's easy to say after the goal. I thought once Sarge had scored, I mean, a couple of half chances after, it was lively. But, mate, that's why you go and attack the game. It's, that's what I'm why saying. Why doesn't he go and attack the game? I don't know. Yeah? Lots of, po- oh, lots of positives around... I've got a quick one. Go, go on. on. Let's just lighten the tone. Just a little quick one from Matt Gregory, who was actually one of my favourite commenters 
on uh, these podcast blogs. Well, I've got a favourite. Matt Gregory is one of them. He says, statement, unbeaten this year. <laughs> There's a positive. Very good. Um, will it unravel this Saturday against Bristol Rovers? <laughs> we shall find oh, out. Oh, God, no. um, It can't. All of the positives surrounding Josh Sargent. And yeah, I, I guess this is... I know we've already t- spoken about Josh Sargent, Chris, but maybe, you know... Maybe we should sympathise with Wagner and the fact that he has been without his best striker for the entire season. And maybe he will be the man that turns things around because that 20 minutes when he came on, we did look a whole lot better. Absolutely, Jack. And, and let's do that. I just want to quickly shout out all, like as many of the people that have been raving. There's so many raves for Sergeant. Sam Pitcher, Sergeant, the Norwich saviour. Uh, Jay, whose profile picture is of Josh Sargent, says, nice. Rave, Josh Sargent, that is all. Ollie says, Statement, USA. Finley says, Rave, Sarge is back. So this is, oh, he, oh, here you go, blimey. Jeffman98, question, Pookie was the goat, what animal is Sergeant? A horse. Powerful. Powerful, classy, gets a job done when you need it. Okay. I think, I think if I was a footballer, I'd horse. like to be a horse. Have you ever seen a horse that hasn't impressed you? Yes. Oh. Sergeant multiple times Sergeant at Newmarket races. A, Sergeant is a thoroughbred. <laughs> yes, out of the finest stable. Let us know uh, what animal you think uh, Sergeant just, just, could just be on, to. Just on Sergeant, it is, it is remarkable actually, and maybe we were slightly harsh on him when he first came in, but he was bought for the Premier League and wasn't good enough for the Premier League. Yes, his cycle has been remarkable. He's gone from laughing stock to a player that we all deem the most important player mm-hmm. in this squad. Fair play to him. Yeah, that's, no, that's all I wanted yeah. to say. No, Fair no, play. no I, I know. And that, that was the point I made earlier, mate. Yeah. 100%. Um, <sighs> this is a good one from Jim Smith. Oh, this, this could well be my burner account. I don't know. Jim Smith says, just how long does this hellish limbo have to continue oh. for? Everyone knows the fans will not come back inside until they make a change. Napa needs to step up, communicate with fans and replace the head coach. I'm not expecting a reaction from you, but I'm just saying... Well, we've co- we, we have covered we have that, covered. but I, I, I understand why, why you think that way. Um, just just some, just a quick bit of well wishes, actually, for the Norwich SAS, who actually responded to our podcast post with sad news. My loving son passed away on New Year's Eve. I just wanted to say to Absolutely. Norwich SAS, um, obviously rest in peace um, t- to your beloved son, and uh, our thoughts go out to, to you and your family. It's always sad when a, when a yellow... Uh, passes away isn't it Jack 100% and uh, if you do need any help not that we're saying you do um, there is more than enough support from Norfolk and Waverley Mind absolutely in the comments section absolutely for, uh, with our uh, chosen charity partners um, Jimmy Jazz what a name <laughs> yeah Jimmy Jazz Jimmy Jazz Jimmy Jazz um, he's surely got a positive with that uh, uh, it's a really interesting account to say the least Jimmy Jazz's statement Sergeant will power us to the playoffs <sighs> He could. We don't believe he. Do you know what? Do, do you know what though, Jack? It, do you know what? I know. We're not and I going know, there again. I've said are it, we? I know. No, oh, I just can't do it I think, anymore. I us. think we might be. I've done this four times this season. Mm. They've lured me into a false sense of belief. Only five I, points away. I don't believe that we will. But Sergeant is one of those straws that I'm clutching onto, mm. and I'm thinking if anyone could could get us there. It, it, it's going to be Sergeant. What, what I would say is, look, this, this Norwich team should be in the playoffs. And there is, of course, still a chance. And I think if we were to change the head coach with Sergeant fit, we, we would have a, a real fighting chance. Yes. We've gone Agreed. from two points away to five points away rather quickly. 
I would also just add, this is a very congested middle of the pack in the championship. We are as close to sixth as we are 19th. Really? So okay, just, right. Just, I'm not looking at the table just wait this season. Up. And also remember that until probably three games until the end of last season, we were still like five points off the playoffs and we were yeah. clinging on to it. We, we do look, you need hope you. you need hope and you need optimism <laughs> and absolutely we haven't got any at the moment. <laughs> absolutely you need that and if you want to dare to dream I'm with you but let's be realistic as well yeah. under the current situation yeah protect we can, we can pr- wave goodbye protect, to that protect your emotions but do back the boys <laughs> god the clubs are contradictions and, and, and so are we um, I must say actually that I've only just noticed this the sim- we've scored 42 and conceded 42 this season the one good thing is that's quite nice to look at okay fair enough um, look I think we've covered everything we have. three times over oh boy round, round and round and back to I'm, front it's all very very sad and dismal what are your wishes for 2024 for what my wish we're a, we're a fresh start. We're unbeaten. Yeah. Okay. If it when we sit here in 2025 and we look back on this year, what what do you have, hope has happened? Um. So, if I could have the perfect 2024, yeah. Mike and Mark Atanasio go. Merry Christmas, New York City fans. Here's a war chest in January. <laughs> war chest. And they slap the, the checkout and they go, write a number, Benny boy. And uh, he goes 20 million and we bring in a few a few top players. That's not going to happen, obviously. Um, I, on a serious note, I, I would I would love to, to, to see more from the Atanasios. I think they bring a sense of hope and belief. The opposite of what we saw from from Dealer and Michael and Jones at, at the last um, AGM, which I can't be asked to go into again. Um, so I'd like to just hear and see more of them. Um, I'd like to learn more about. Uh, I'd like I'd like to them to at least disclose some of the things that they're working on with Ben Napper. I would by the, I would obviously love it if uh, when it's you know appropriate. I'd love to hear from you know Ben Napper what the plan is. I know that that's a brave thing to do, but I think that you know we we are we're needing that as soon as it can be said. We want to hear it as soon as it can be said. I'm not saying that sh- that can be now because of obviously the head coach position. I I do sadly think that that, that roads run out for, for Wagner and his and his team, and so therefore I I would like to see a new head coach for the long term brought in 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 2024. In terms of off the pitch, Jack, I, I would love it if we had safe standing mm. in the ground. Um, I'd really, I'd love it if the atmosphere improved. I think that it's bloody awful, and again, I know that it's a two-way street, but those are my wishes for 2024. I think. Oh, and here's another one. You know, when things are going badly at the club, you know, you start to notice more bad things that you actually turned a blind eye to <laughs> yeah. when it was going yeah, very well. True, very true. A couple of things <laughs> really pissing me off. Okay, right. The price of a hot dog. Extortionate. Yeah. Sorry, a sausage roll. Sausage roll, yeah. What has P- happened? Price of a sausage roll. It's like five quid. It's like four twenty or something like I think that. It might be more. Well, well, last well, look. Anyway, four twenty. Yeah. That's a pr- that's for, a pricey sausage roll. For wet, monumentally average sausage yeah. in a in a bit of crust. That's a sausage roll. Is, yeah, it's terrible. Yeah. Second thing, the choice of chocolate bars. <laughs> Just take your own. No, no, right. You go to Morrison's. You go up to the Just bar. Have a pie. You go up to the bar and you think, cool, what do I fancy today? And like, I cannot believe I'm looking behind the counter. 
and I see two chocolate bars, a Snickers and a Twix. What sort of selection is that? I think that's. I think they're two of the better. Oh no, bars. they're not. What like you've got to have a Mars bar in there. Okay. Yeah. And what's wrong with the classic dairy milk? Yeah. And and do you know what, Jack? I think the club are shooting themselves in the foot. <laughs> I think it's guaranteed revenue. <laughs> a dairy milk is guaranteed. Everyone likes a dairy milk. Yeah. And the fact that we've resorted to a Snickers and a and, and a Twix, I think it really sums up the state that this football club's in. You actually, I was expecting you to to you actually ticked off a lot of what I want. So okay, on the pitch, <laughs> on the pitch, goals. I want, I want goals. I want as an well. identity to get behind. And, That's and good, that, and that translates yeah. not only playing style, who we sign, recruitment. Yeah. That translates to what we had under Weber and Farker in those first mm. two seasons. If we could, I know it's going to be tough to recreate that, but that would be great. I've got Off one more pitch, wish. Let me have mine first. Go on, hurry up. Lakens to be stocked. Perfect, <laughs> yes. brilliant yes. Norfolk brewery. Yeah. One of the best. Let's have them stocking. Yeah. And the lovely lady. Everyone in, likes stocking. In, in the lower Barclay to continue to pour my self-serve pints because we've got to a lovely stage now. Mm. You know they've got the self-servers? Yes. Well, they, it, they don't work properly and, <laughs> and, and, and and no one knows how to use them other than the member of staff on each one. Ugh. And I go to the same woman each time and she pours it delightfully. So I'm hoping... You need to find out her name so we can shout I'm hoping out. that Norwich City continue with their casual dining staff. I've got two more now. One is bring back Samba de Janeiro. Yes. Just a just a bit of the soul. I know it can be a bit cringy, but fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Let's just bring a bit well, of that yeah. back. Yeah. Yeah. Let's all let's all sarcastically dance at the away fans when we score a goal yeah. with Samba. Why yeah, not? Fair enough. And my last one, but most important, Johnny Rowe in yeah. the team of the season for obvious <laughs> reasons. <laughs> I'd I want to see. I want to see yeah. you lose a G to the big C. <laughs> That rhymes. Thank you very much. Um, I'd, I'd, you know what? I'd actually like to see it as well because it will have meant that he would have had a good second mm. half of the season. But I hope he's not too good that we lose him in the summer. <laughs> oh, God, that's going to be... That, we'll leave that. I can't think about that. Thank you for watching, yeah. for listening, for supporting us in 2023. It has been I'm a... sure people will be strapped in for 2024. I hope so. We've got a lot of exciting things on the horizon. 2023, mm. although it wasn't great on the pitch, yeah. I'm really proud with our, out, our output. And I hope you felt it was balanced and fun and exciting. Yeah. We've worked really bloody hard on, yes. on, on providing some, some good stuff. Um, as I say, stay tuned in 2024. We've got loads of good stuff going on. We're doing loads more for charity. Yes. Um, yes. Which I'm really proud of, actually. And it's not only proud of what we've done, but your generosity Absolutely. has continually blown me away. Um, Something big is coming on that front, by yeah, the way, for, uh, on, the, on the charity side of I'm things. I'm really excited for that. Yeah. So let's hope that we get some goodness on the pitch uh, over this next year. And if not, then, well, drink plenty and have some fun my parting words are you have to go through these shit times mm. you know you have to go through the the you know that crap you know on a roller coaster mm. where you, it's a really old one and it's a bit rickety and your head goes like that mm. in the seat and you're like cool bloody hell i feel like Is i'm gonna worth break, it i feel like i'm gonna break my neck yeah 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 and then you go down the top bit and you think whoa what an absolute delight I yeah. am on this roller coaster. What a dream. You have to go through these downs to truly enjoy and appreciate the ups. Stay together, never get personal. No. And um, we, oh, I have got some news. We're rebranding this season, Jack. Are we? Yeah, we're rebranding to Talk Norwich Counselling. <laughs> Chris, good to see you. 
I thought there was a well. We may well do that. Um, <laughs> there we go. Thanks very much. Good On the ball, city. You. On the ball, city. Let's do this. <laughs>